0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lutheran Reformation was never about Luther. The Lutheran Church of today, if it is to be truly Lutheran, cannot be about Luther. It is and always has been and must remain about Christ. It's about the purity of the gospel. It's about the assurance that Christ came to save sinners and that through his cross, forgiveness and life are ours. We preach Christ crucified, not emotion, not decision, not human tradition. It's all about Jesus, about his cross and resurrection for your salvation. When Martin Luther nailed his 95 theses to the door of the church in Wittenberg 504 years ago today, he was chiefly protesting the monetization of forgiveness, the sale of indulgences. But it wouldn't take long for Luther himself to realize that the true issue was something far greater than corruption or the abuse of power. Indulgences may have been the spark that ignited the flame of Reformation. But it soon became clear to Luther and the other Reformers that the very gospel of Jesus was at stake. The Roman Church claimed to have the authority of long-standing tradition. We have apostolic succession. We have canon law. We have decrees and ordinances and councils. We have popes cardinals and bishops, not to mention vast wealth, treasures, and glorious cathedrals. We even have kings and emperors and armies, if it should come to that. And what did the Reformers have? Luther would write not long after this date, the true treasure of the church is the most holy gospel of the glory and grace of God. The evangelical Catholics, as they called themselves, or the Lutherans, as they were called by others, did not have vast wealth, soldiers, or power, but they had recovered the saving gospel. And so they rightly laid claim to the title of the true church on earth, that is, the one holy Catholic and apostolic church of Christ. Jesus says, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. He said those words to the Jews who had once believed in him, but now had become offended by his words. We are the seed of Abraham, they countered. In other words, our lineage makes us the true church. Many Christians might claim the same thing today. I am a Christian because I have been a member of this congregation for 60 years, as were my parents and grandparents before me. But being a member of a human organization does not make you a Christian. You are my disciples, Jesus says, if you abide in my word. The Roman church also appealed to their lineage, We sit in the chair of St. Peter. We are the true church because we have apostolic succession. But what is it that is passed on from the apostles? A hat? A chair? A title? These things do not make the true church. Once again, Jesus says, If you abide in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. This is the foundation of the true church. This is the tradition that the apostles handed over to the next generation of believers until it was eventually passed on to us. The word of Jesus. The church is built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself being the chief cornerstone. Today there are many, many people who go by the name Lutheran, yet they deny the authority of God's word. They say, only seven of St. Paul's 14 letters are genuine. The creation account is not factual, it's mythological. The miracles of the Bible did not actually happen as written. The scriptures contain errors because they were revised and edited by men. And yet these so-called Christians claim to be following in the steps of Martin Luther. Yes, they say, we are children of the Reformation. But Jesus says, if you abide in my word, then you are truly my disciples. Jesus's word is his doctrine, his teaching. If and only if we love his words, then we are his disciples. If we regard his doctrine as the chief treasure, then we are the true church on earth. If we cling to the teaching of Jesus as it was written and handed down to us by the apostles, then we may call ourselves children of the Reformation. But if we lose this word, this teaching, this doctrine, as the Jews did, as the Roman church has, and as most groups who call themselves Lutherans today have, then we have lost the true gospel and have ceased to be the true church. There are many human organizations across the country that do wonderful things for the poor. Nonprofits that accomplish many good things in society. But do not confuse these with the church. Do not confuse social care with the gospel. The true church is found only where the words of Jesus are taught in truth and purity and the sacraments rightly administered. These are our chief treasures. Everything else we can give up if necessary. Our tax-exempt status, our buildings, even our lives. But as long as we cling to the words of Jesus, we cannot lose, we cannot fail, we cannot be overpowered. On the other hand, should we abandon our trust in God's word, Should we exchange the true gospel that calls sinners to repentance and faith in Jesus for something more acceptable to the world? Should we abandon the cornerstone of our faith, then we have lost everything, even though the world will not cease to praise and shower favor upon us. Why is it that everything depends on holding fast to the truth of Jesus' words? Because only these words can deliver sinners such as you and I from the bondage to sin and death into which we were born. Jesus says, if you abide in my word, you will know the truth and the truth Will set you free. Many people are fond of talking about truth as though there are different truths that exist for different people. You have your truth, but I have my truth. No, there is only one truth, and His name is the Word of God. If we remain faithful to Him, then His Word delivers us from every evil and from slavery to sin. If we follow Jesus, the way to the Father is open to us. If we hear his voice, then we are in the truth. If we abide in Christ, then we have life eternal. There are many today who tried to retell the Reformation as being about breaking free from oppression and resisting authority and overturning tradition. This is wrong. The Reformation at its core was about none of these things. It was, simply put, about returning to the words of Christ. The Reformers stripped away layers of man-made teachings until they came at last to the pure doctrine of Christ. Apart from him, we have no life. No future, no forgiveness. Apart from his word, we are no church at all and easy prey for the devil and his minions. But the church that is built upon the foundation of Christ and his word can never be shaken. In Jesus alone, our victory is assured. May God keep us in Christ Jesus, holding fast as true children of the Reformation, as true disciples of Christ, to his saving word alone. This is our life and salvation. In the name of Jesus, amen.